whether you are starting a business or running a business, maybe you're producing a podcast like The Kara Golden Show. Let's face it, it's always way harder than one might expect. Lots of little details, meticulous planning, producing product, guest coordination, editing, promoting each episode. It's all a ton of work. Managing merchandise, managing cases and book sales too, layer after layer of complexity. And if you're like me, looking for ways to operate more efficiently and effectively is the name of the game. That's why I'm going to let you in on a little secret. ShipStation, the tool that is here to help you and you need to know all about it. With ShipStation, you can integrate with all the places you sell online, optimize your shipping, save costs and time. Personally, ShipStation has been a lifesaver for me. Its automation features allow me to manage orders from anywhere and print shipping labels with just a click. Seriously, it's that easy. And the cost savings? Unbelievable. With discounts up to 89% off carrier rates, you can't go wrong. Significant savings. And who doesn't want that? An easy-to-use dashboard, robust reporting. Oh, and did I mention that over 130,000 companies have leveraged ShipStation to grow their businesses? Not much churn either. 98% of them stay with ShipStation because it truly works. ShipStation is it. So if you're ready to streamline your shipping process and focus more on what you love, head over to ShipStation.com the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code CARA to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, code CARA. Use code CARA for a free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code CARA. I am unwilling to give up that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out. Knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control. 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 Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders, We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show, and I'm so excited to have my next guest. I've been fangirling over her company and products for a while, Adriana Kerrig, who is the founder and CEO of Little Words Project. And I happen to be wearing one of her bracelets today that says Believe on it, if you can see it. But if you can't see it, then you'll just have to go online and purchase it or go into one of their locations as well. But the company is founded on a mission to inject the world with more kindness. I mean, what is not to love about that? It's so, so awesome. And what started in her parents' basement has now grown to be a recognized brand 
with amazing collaborations with companies like Nike, Barbie, the WNBA. And I can't wait to hear more about what made her start this amazing company, uh, plus more about the lessons learned along the way building Little Words Project. So let's get started. Welcome, Adriana. Thank you, Kara. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Very, very excited to have you here. So your story in deciding to start Little Words Project is very personal. Would you mind sharing what the inspiration was behind starting Little Words Project? Sure. So um, I had grown up dealing with a lot of negativity my entire life. I was bullied from a very young age and I can recall always feeling like I didn't belong and that I wanted to find community really you know from a very very young age I I was always seeking that friendship connection with others especially other girls uh, other women as I got older and I had ended up finding that it was very difficult to achieve and it was difficult for me all the way through college I was still going through experiencing that negativity that cruelty from other women specifically and it wasn't until I joined my sorority in college which I know it sounds crazy like a girl who is always you know struggling with other girls to want to join a sorority seems so left field but I actually found that sisterhood and community amongst women was possible through that organization. I finally, it was my proof that it did exist. And I had an incredible, incredible sisterhood. And it was there that I decided to make my first batch of bracelets. We had, as a group, we felt almost like we weren't, um, like we didn't belong on the campus and we were always targeted as a group, it seemed, for whatever the reason, you know, the the catty stuff that happens among sororities on college campuses. And so I created bracelets to bring us together and to keep the love circulating amongst us and to keep us all, you know, our heads high. And it really helped us to be bonded through this unique um, communal symbol this symbol of sisterhood that lived right on our wrists. And that was kind of the beginning of the beginning of the end, as they say. Um, And the bracelets really became that iconic symbol of sisterhood for us. And when I graduated, I saw the girls were still making them for themselves and they were still passing them amongst one another, which was the entire intention to wear them and then share them and pass them on and, you know, let that positive power be, you past person to person. Um, And I saw they were still doing it. So I decided why, if this couldn't be a symbol of sisterhood and and a connector of sisterhood for this group of 60 women on this small college campus, why couldn't it be that for the masses? Why couldn't it be this vehicle of connection and kindness and self love, frankly, for women, people everywhere. And that's what led me to thinking I could make this a full-blown business. And I was 23 years old, so I had just been a year out of college when I first started. That's wild. So when you were in school, did you have letters as you do now to create these words? Yes. Yeah. So the bracelets were a version of these. They were not as cute, I will say. Um, and we called them warm fuzzies. <laughs> so hmm. luckily that name was taken when I went to check the the trademarks um, and we landed on little words. Yeah. Um, but yeah, warm fuzzies. The intention was to spread 
positive positivity positivity and kindness through these you know warm fuzzy feelings of passing on a bracelet but yeah they had words on them and um they didn't have the unique tracking code so right now every bracelet has a unique code on the back of its tag i don't know if you can see that there but that code is unique to the bracelet Yep. And you use that to connect the bracelet to our website where you put in your story, why you chose your word, maybe how it's helped you. And then when you pass it along, the next person does the same, so on and so forth. You can actually see where your bracelet goes and how it impacts people down the line. Um, We were the first jewelry brand to do something like this. And frankly, it was it's the piece that makes it so unique and it's our X factor, if you will, because it's very rare that you can see how your single act of kindness can impact people down the line. And yeah, in, 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 in that way, it really felt like it could be a, a, a real business and not just a hobby. Yeah. It's so interesting. So where did the name come from then? You ch- switched names since what you were referring to it as in uh, college, but where did the name come from? Yeah, so it's funny. Um, my my then boyfriend, now husband, and COO and president of Little Worst Projects, Bill, is actually the one who named it. Um, we were sitting on my my childhood bedroom, in my childhood bed in my childhood bedroom, uh, about a year out of college, when I was thinking about launching it, and we were saying, you know, what what is this? You know, what what? How do we want our people to refer to these bracelets? And he said, what about just little words? And it just hit me that there's so much big power in little words. And I was the one who added the project, um, which to this day, he and I go back and forth on whether we, whether or not we should have added it. But for me, it felt like that inspired movement. And it's what made it feel like something more than just a brand, but really mm-hmm. a cause and a a movement. We really wanted to create something special and make a difference in the world. And in putting the word project, it really felt like that's what we could achieve. I love it. So when you got, you talked a little bit about getting the the trademark. We've run into so many founders that have had stories about that where they're like, oh, I'm just going to launch the company and call it whatever. And I'll deal with filing yeah. later and uh and there you know that's goes up on the top of their list as one of the biggest mistakes um uh, so i'm yeah. glad to hear that you guys got uh the tr- trademark and, and for this so you registered did you guys actually get the trademark immediately or did you have to go through processes where you were kind of going back and forth with the agency yeah, no, we registered. We got the trademark pretty immediately for Little Words Project. Um, and it's def- it's been ours for the past 10 years. This is our 10th year in business. What I didn't do was get the trademark for just Little Words. So now as we're referring to the bracelets as Little Words, we have the trademark um, out there in that we are trying to essentially get the registered trademark. Um, But I didn't get it then. And I wish I had, uh, though it was one of the harder ones to do because little words, it's too descriptive for what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's also too standard, right? Like it's very hard to just own that word. And I think the trademarking of it all, like at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because people are going to leverage your name in the knockoff experience that I'm experiencing very much so lately. Um, They can do whatever they want with that name unless I'm willing to kind of be litigious and go and ask them to not, you know, which I do here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, But the point being like, I've found that no matter how many hoops you go through, like 
you can still find yourself in a position of having to, you know, fight someone out of using your IP <laughs> in many ways. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's that, that whole business side of the, the stuff, the, the brand building has been a thorn in my side since the very beginning. Yeah. I'm a true, like, entrepreneur, founder entrepreneur who loves the idea of building brand and and community. And thankfully, my husband comes from a world of finance and I was able to steal him from private equity and have him be my, I call him my COO on sale because I really got um, some firepower in him and he's been able to help really kind of carry the business flame, if you will, through the last two years since he joined. And he's, I'm like, when I see things out there, I'm like, all right, I sick my husband on it. And I'm like, you go deal with that. I'm having more fun over in the marketing world. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. But it is something that you really have to take seriously. The company I founded, Hint, uh, we've had tons of knockoffs, uh, primarily outside yeah. of the US. And we've had to uh, take that very, very seriously. So it's... Um, oh, yeah. And then... It, Thinking about what's for dinner, but you haven't had a minute to even think about it before now? Well, let's not make that mistake again. I have a tip for you. Factor. Stress-free, delicious, ready-to-eat meals, just perfect for spring and summer yumminess. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready-to-eat in just two minutes or less. Choose from a weekly menu of 35 options keto, vegan, veggie, or calorie smart, Factor has you covered. Discover more than 60 add-ons every week too, like breakfast and on-the-go lunch choices, snacks and beverages now too. Stay fueled and feel good all day long with whatever they are creating over at Factor for you. And the best part, each meal is ready to eat in just two minutes or less. And who wouldn't want that? Factor is your solution for fast premium meals without the need for cooking. Get started today and fuel up for your spring and summer goals. What are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash golden50 and use code golden50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code golden50 at factormeals.com slash golden50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's code GOLDEN50 at factormeals.com slash GOLDEN50 to get 50% off, plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is the Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? 
you can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of The Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for The Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. I had the uh, the woman who is the co-founder of Elf on the Shelf, and she had so many stories to tell on that podcast. It was about a year ago. Um, and she's got a team of attorneys, as you can imagine, um, because, yeah. you know, th- some of the videos that people uh, sick videos that people will do. And, you know, Ooh. and so they've, re- they've gone after a lot of those, um, yeah. and shut them down. Oh, and so it's been fascinating. So how serious this stuff is. Yeah, no, that's so timely. Yeah. We have, yeah. we've had, I have a brand right now that is totally knocking us off with like, even using our style names for these bracelets, like down to using the style name and they are putting paid advertising against it. And you know that they're using our name as a keyword because I'm getting targeted and everyone in my community is getting targeted. And I have friends sending me the same photo in my DMs all day long. And I'm literally like, you guys, I've seen this. Please stop sending it to me because it just depresses me. But at the same time, I know they're just looking out. And we've got our lawyers working on it. And you know, the problem comes into play when it's like, it becomes a, a game of chicken. Like who's going yeah. to be willing to spend more to knock the other one out? And, you know, my philosophy when it comes to knockoffs and I have a very knockoffable product, right? At the end of the day, I didn't, you know, reinvent the wheel when I designed the little word. Um, this has been something women and, and young girls have been doing for generations. But we were the first back to market. We were the first to really figure out how to do it on a massive scale. And when I see other people knocking us off in the industry, it, it's very disheartening, but I really just try to focus on brand. The, the For yeah. me, the, the way to avoid it really affecting business is to just have a brand that is so impenetrable and has this moat built around it of 
incredible fans who want to buy from us and and help us and sell for us, right? As I heard recently, it's really made all the difference. It's that community building aspect. So we really try to keep our, our nose to the grindstone on building that brand. And, and that's why I say like, honey, you go out there and you try to knock them down. I'm going to focus on building us up. And in doing so, hopefully build, you know, create a wider and wider moat around the brand that we have built. Yeah. And you're always going to find people that are going to come in and do it. I mean, we've had totally. in design is so hard. Like even if you've got trademarks on your brand, like design is really hard. I mean, we had yeah so many people over the years uh, that, you know, would take our, the brand going down and, mm-hmm. you know, they would change the word to like, instead of hint, it would be mint, you know, mm-hmm. and it would look just like it. And I would be like, you know, this, Come is, on, this right. is insane. And they would put sugar in our product and our product doesn't have any sweeteners in it. So it was really interfering with the message that we were trying to get out there and confusing to consumers, but it's very, very tough. So yeah. And underbelly of business that no one talks about, right? Like you don't see that's yeah. not sexy to talk about the amount of times that you're sitting in a meeting and you have to bring up, you know, what are we going to do about this, this, you know, player over here to the left that's just completely going against the book and it's just it's grimy and you just it's it's the it's the ugly part of this that nobody wants to talk about and your mission is founded or the company is founded on a mission to inject the world with more kindness and that's not very kind for sure so right. uh right. so it's it's probably very very disturbing but uh but i love what you guys <laughs> have done and so what what is success to you like what do you hope to do i you've mm. obviously got the, a stickiness with consumers that uh, when they're registering and, you know, you're hearing, I'm sure, all these stories about how the bracelets make them feel and the connections uh, that yep. they're able to have with uh, their friends or uh, maybe their sorority sisters or, you know, yeah. I would imagine there's like a huge range of people uh, that are the, sending you amazing messages. But what is success to you? You know, for me, I think it's about the impact ultimately that we're able to make as a brand. You know, I think when you hear brand, there are so many incredible players out there that are really, you know, doing a great job building community around who they are. And I want us to be the largest community of kind individuals who are not only practicing kindness towards others, but also practicing kindness towards themselves. I think what there, there's so much power in the bracelet's ability to ground you and center you and remind you who you are and get you through difficulty. And, you know, it's not uncommon for us to hear stories of people who have worn their bracelets through chemo treatments and through infertility battles and through, you know, just the daily difficulties of motherhood, right? But also, you know, that have found and experienced real IRL connection with others because of their bracelets. I mean, I get stories mm-hmm. all the time of, I saw someone wearing little words at Starbucks and I went up to her and we had a really great friendship connection through that. And you know, we're going to get coffee tomorrow. And it's just, it gives me chills to even say, because that I think is the true goal is to 
treat or teach people and enable people, empower people to treat themselves with so much kindness that they treat themselves to a, bra- a product, you know, and they look down and it gets them through difficulty and it, it, and it helps them to feel like they have the power to be themselves. And in being themselves, they suddenly have the, 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 kahunas, <laughs> the ganas, as we say in Spanish, to yeah. go up to a stranger, right? Go up to a stranger and have a an, an interpersonal connection with them. And the next thing you know, they've created connection. And that, I think, is truly what the world needs more of. And I know the WHO recently uh, uh, designated the, the true pandemic currently, or that there's an epidemic of loneliness happening right now. And I really want Little Words Project to help combat that. And I think that it's working in in our community that we've built thus far, and that moat, as I called it, um, we see that day and day in and day out. And success to me is seeing that community grow larger and larger and larger, and having these bracelets be so ubiquitous that you know just to see someone in a little, little word is to see someone that appears to be a safe space and someone that you can connect with, and you know you'll have genuine, authentic. Um, connection and conversation with if you were to just kind of take that leap of faith and introduce yourself. So you have the uh, already made um, bracelets with you can get the custom words and all of those things, but you also give consumers an opportunity to do it themselves as yes. like figure out, you know, what they what they want to do. So I heard you say in a podcast that to take on any tough project, you just need to start beating. I loved that. And because mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, uh, you know, you keep yourself busy, but also you're having a conversation often with people. And I think that's super, super cool. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That was really kind of a nod to just taking on anything in life, right? Like you have to just put one step forward and then put one foot in front of the next. And so for me, it's kind of how I started the business. Like I literally just started beating. <laughs> Somebody asked me, mm-hmm. okay, what was your process? And I was like, well, I just started beating. And yeah. I really love how that can relate to how we live our lives as people, especially as women and as mothers. You don't necessarily know what the step after next is right. You don't, you can't see too far down the line, but if you just start somewhere, oftentimes you'll find up, you'll find that you end up exactly where you were meant to be. So for me, that's really what just start beating signifies. Um, and when it comes to what we offer our customers, yeah, there's the standard words that, and we always say you can find a word um, in our selection. There's a there's a word for everyone. What, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you need, you will find a word by just scrolling the website. And sometimes we like that the universe almost has like has your back, right? And they it will show you what word you need without you even realizing it. They're putting it right in front of your face. Um, so we love that angle. But if there's a special word that means something to you, or you call, you know, uh, what do you, you know, the word you call your grandma, or the word that your dad used to call you before he passed, or you know, any number of things that could. Um, bring you a feeling of sentimentality or joy or uh, just connectedness, I think we try to offer through our personalization and and the custom opportunities that we give our customers. So you can make any bracelet you want on our website, any word under the sun, as long as it's kind um, and uh, under 13 letters <laughs> so that it fits the, the styles. Um, and, and we really find that those are some of our, our best selling and our best, our, our, 
yeah, just the thing that our customer is the most drawn to. Um, and we see that in our retail stores too. We have 11 stores now. And in those stores, you're able to sit down at the beading table and make your own bracelet. And that's physically just beading, right? And we do that intentionally in each of our stores, not only so that you can have the opportunity to make something that means something to you with your own two hands, but also because other people sit down with you. And now we've got this communal experience of beating with one another that not only makes you feel good because you get to walk away with something you love, but you also just got to have connection. And again, that brings us back to the intention of bringing people together. How did you decide to open stores. Uh, so I, I read that, that you guys had recently opened, fairly recently opened 11, yeah. these 11 stores. How did you decide like it's time to do that? Yeah. You know, um, we our first store we opened in 2021. So the world was just kind of coming back to life after the pandemic. And we, um, you know, if I'm honest, I never in a million years would have thought that we could stand up our own retail. Like, in fact, I thought we couldn't because our product mm-hmm. is $25 and it just made no sense in my head. Um, I will credit my husband with this one when he joined. It was right shortly after he joined. He um, kind of looked at me and was like, I think we should go into brick and mortar and just give it a shot. And we kind of went back and forth on it a little bit. And my gut was telling me like, I don't know if this is the right time or just the right move. But he really was able to see the forest through the trees on that one. And luckily, it was the right move. We opened our first store November of 2021, which was um, just two years ago now. And that was our first store was on Bleecker Street in Manhattan. And that store is still one of our number one best performing. Um, And then from there, it was kind of just this snowball effect and opportunities kept coming and we kept finding locations that would, would almost were were wanting for this kind of in-person experience, this experiential store that Little Words Project so naturally is. And it's just taken off from there. But yeah, it was just feeling like we needed that in-person experience for the customer to meet us and for us to meet them where they were. And that's what led us into retail. I love it. So you started just over 10 years ago. Th- did you did you have a business plan? I mean, were you just kind of putting some bracelets together and making a website? Yeah. I mean, that what what was the well, process? Yeah, Kara, I will tell you. <laughs> business plan and I do not intersect. <laughs> the whole concept of planning, if if I will, uh, if I may, is just it's so I'm, I'm awful about that. Um, but I, that's where the just start beating came into play, right? Like I literally just started beating. And remember, I had taken this idea from my college, you know, what I had built in my college sorority and I had proof of concept there. So I felt like empowered to sit down and it was a relatively affordable product to start making, right? And it was something I could make. So it was really not much more than let me just start with what I know, start with what I can do and see how it evolves and lean into what the customer is saying. And from the very beginning, I was very um, customer centric. What does my customer want? What is she asking for? Where can I meet her? How can I serve her? And we've stayed a very customer centric, customer focused business ever since. And in that way, that was maybe the, the the only plan was to let the customer was to give the customer something they didn't know they wanted necessarily, right? Like I 
had a little bit of pushback in the beginning on design and look and feel like nobody else was doing this outside of maybe a few Etsy makers. Um, but at the real, at the brand level, really no one. And so I kind of like, that's where I just kind of went rogue and said, I'm going to do what I know and my gut is right. And then from there, I'll let the customer tell me how to iterate. And we mm-hmm. have su- successfully built a, a brand over 10 years on the back of one hero product, right? Now we are starting to branch out and add more product innovation and, and come up with new things and new ways to keep the customer intrigued. But from the very start, it was creating this very simple thing that for whatever reason, filled a hole in so many jewelry boxes and so many hearts. And um, people look at them as collector's items now. So I think we did a pretty good job without much of a plan <laughs> at first. Um, but it all started to unfold. And and I I failed forward, as I like to say. I learned as I went. As an English major in college, I was not expecting to um, be able to, you know, know it all at the very beginning, but I, I gave myself that grace and that self-love that is so necessary. I love it. So you have done a bunch of collaborations with uh, some mm-hmm. very big brands, much larger brands than you, uh, Nike <laughs> and the WNBA and uh, many others. Uh, Barbie um, was a mm-hmm. more recent one, but how did those all come about? Yeah. So some of the, um, the, you know, Nike women, for example, that was one of the first ones and they, it was a lot of it was reverse inquiry, believe it or not. Nike specifically, they reached out to us via our contact form on our website. So you can imagine I'm like plugging away at work and all of a sudden I get one of those contact form submissions and I'm looking at it and it says Nike. And I was like, what? Like I actually had to we were double take. Yeah, I'm like, what do you mean Nike is like sliding in our contact form? Um, and we talk about that with them to this day as we become um, uh, really close uh, friends with a lot of the women that we worked with on that project. Um, but yeah, it was the Nike Women LA team and they just, they saw our value. They saw what we were doing and they wanted to inject that and infuse that kindness community and the the, build, the community building that we had innately in our product into their community. And I think that's the beauty of Little Words Project. And it's really enabled us to be, in a way, a canvas for a lot of these brands where they can infuse their community into ours and vice versa. Um, but we also really do val- like add value to their experiences because everybody wants to walk away with a token, right? From their mm-hmm. experience with whatever their favorite brand is, whether it was Nike or, you know, um, Duncan, which was recent and really exciting. They wanted to give their customer, their consumer something special. And we have that in our, that's our bread and butter. So it makes for a really seamless, um, and, and, um, a really seamless way to integrate our brand into others. So, yeah. What did you do for Duncan? Duncan was awesome. Duncan, this is another organic opportunity that came about. Um, Someone had done a had posted a picture of them holding their Duncan coffee with a bracelet on. They had a little word on that said like coffee, please, or something. And Duncan reposted it. Like it was a social moment, right? And we freaked out and we took that opportunity to freak out on social, which is a great way to build community and build, uh, build brand. And that's really social has been probably the, the pinnacle of our brand building from the very beginning. And 
we did a bunch of posts and we started a dialogue on social media with Dunkin' Donuts. And it was so cool to see it unfold IRL or in real time rather. And it turned out that a bunch of customers were wanting a bracelet collaboration. Long story short, we launched a co-created collection with Dunkin' Donuts that said iced coffee and eat the donut and cafecito time to nod to our my Spanish and my Mexican heritage. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was such an incredible moment. We had a big event to launch the collaboration. The collaboration dropped on our website um, this past September on National Coffee Day, which was awesome. Perfect timing for, you know, that play. And it sold out within a few hours. So that's amazing. Thank you. It was just such an organic growth. And that's what I love. I love the organic type of, of collabs. Like I don't want everything to feel like a licensed deal, which we've done and they're great. But I, I really love those organic moments where the community comes together and the customer says, hey, this is what we want and we can then provide. I think that's what I mean by customer centric and really focusing on the community building of it all. So you're a successful entrepreneur who has grown a company from zero, from an idea mm-hmm. and uh, 10 years old. What advice would you give to individuals who are interested, knowing what you know about building a brand. Somebody comes to you, they have an idea. uh, It's not competitive with yours. It's, uh, you know, what would you say to them that sort of comes to mind when you think of of those early days, maybe those hard days over the last 10 years? Yeah. Honestly, I'd say what my mother told me from a very young age, which is querer es poder, which in Spanish means if you want it, you can achieve it. And you just have to be willing to work. You have to be willing to work your butt mm-hmm. off. Um, obviously, you know, in in hindsight, I would have loved to have a little bit more self-care practice along my journey and not run myself so ragged um, in those early days. But sometimes that's what it takes, right? Just if if you've got to be savage about your desire to create this thing and there will be countless naysayers and you're you yourself will naysay right you can talk mm-hmm. yourself out of anything right we all can but you have to have the belief the belief in yourself and that desire has to take center center stage and has to outweigh all of the negative thoughts that will inevitably come. Um, and if you can do that, you will continue moving the needle forward. Even if you're failing forward, as I said earlier, even if you're struggling along the way, which you will, you will keep going because the positive belief in yourself outweighs the negative self-talk and the negatives, the negative uh, opinions of others. And they will, they, there will be many because nobody really understands entrepreneurs, right? Like so many people want us to just kind of stop and d- take a normal path because it makes them feel better about maybe their more normal path, mm-hmm. which everyone is on their own correct path, right? Like everyone should feel good about the path they're on because that's their path. But we so often will find as entrepreneurs that other people don't really want us to kind of go beat to our own drum because it makes they look at us as a reflection of them, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. But you got to fight that. You just got to keep going and believe in yourself or no one else will. And I don't know, I'm that's my that's my savage take on it. I'm just like, I just so blindly have faith in what I believe this can be. And mm-hmm. if you have that same level of just like 
chutzpah, <laughs> um, I think you can get you there. Just have you to, know, or yeah. At very, yeah, at the very least, you'll find yourself somewhere along the way that you were always meant to be. So it's just like, just believe in that thing that's calling you and lean into it whenever you possibly can and, and give yourself grace. If it doesn't um, come to you so easily, just learn as you go. Oh my God, that was so many <laughs> little pieces no, I of love wisdom it. there, a little aggressive. But I'm really passionate about uh, entrepreneurship and about people just trying, just, just, just start meeting, as I say. Yeah, no, it's it's uh it's such great words of of wisdom for sure. So Adriana Kerrig, founder and CEO of Little Words Project. Thank you so much. We'll have all the info in the show notes too. But best of luck with everything. And everybody needs to get their bracelet, go on to the website, go into the stores, but so inspiring for sure. So thank you so much. Thank you, Kara. Thanks again for listening to The Kara Golden Show. If you would, please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023 and goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Kara Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.